Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Loaded first hour, a lot to discuss. Obviously, we're breaking down the decision of NBA players to walk off the court and uh, and the challenges and pratfalls and perils associated with said decision and where we go from here. Encourage you to go download the podcast if you missed the first hour. If you're just waking up with us, we are now opening up the phone lines, 877-996-6369. We'll go to your calls now. Let me say this. Also, Jason Whitlock will join us next hour. If this is one of those shows where you're only in your car for 10 or 15 minutes on your way to work, I'd encourage you to download the podcast, listen to the entire show today, because I am 100% confident this is the most intelligent, this is the most uh, thought-provoking This is the most nuanced and intelligent discussion that you will hear anywhere about this issue in the world of sports media. So uh, the other thing is reports that the Lakers and the Clippers are uh, voted to leave. I don't buy that for a second. I think that the chances of LeBron James and Kawhi Leonard and company walking out of the bubble is very, very low. I think this is LeBron competing to be the most woke, I think, He felt like he was a follower as soon as the Milwaukee Bucks decided not to take the court. And uh, ultimately, he had no other option. There was no way for anybody else to play once the Bucks and the Magic didn't play. And now LeBron is trying to posture, stormed out of the meeting reportedly, said, let's just cancel the season. Uh, I think that ultimately, cooler heads will prevail. And what's going to happen is the NBA players are going to come back with no real changes to the world. 
and they're just going to have changed what day they play basketball on while simultaneously undercutting their overall brand. Asking for callers to bring their A game today because I'm sure there's a huge audience of people that are going to be listening to this program that may not have listened to this program before. So uplift the banner of OutKick and hold it high. Make your wife, your children, (laughs) your husband, your wife, whoever it might be, proud of your call. Fingers crossed everybody's going to do well. Let's start with the OutKick VIP line. Who's up first? Danny G. Let's go to Bob in PA. Bob in PA, what you got for me? Clay, good morning. Great show. Hey, I know you love data, so I want to share some data with you that you may not have seen or heard of. So Pew Research did a study a few years ago back in 2016. They found that only 27% of police officers ever fire their weapon on duty. That means a vast majority of police officers go their entire careers without firing their weapon. So I thought that was interesting. Just wanted to share that. I think that's pretty would be pretty mind-blowing to most people. That is a great I, – I had no idea about that stat. So almost three in four – thanks for the call and thanks for being a VIP. Almost three out of every four police officers never fire their weapon on the job. That, that's a pretty wild stat, uh, according to, uh, to, to Bob in Pennsylvania there. One thing that it, I, I think should be straightforward and clear, police officers are not all perfect. Certainly police officers violate the law and they deserve to be prosecuted when they violate the law. And juries deserve to make determinations about whether or not, like every other person out there, they are guilty of a criminal violation or not. The vast majority of police officers are saving tens of thousands of lives every single year. And so this demonization of police, which has been allowed to occur and has been led by uh, athletes, I think is actually making things worse. Because what it's creating is situations where People that the police are trying to get to obey their commands don't listen to them. And where police are afraid of the people that they're trying to police because the shooting rate for police has skyrocketed, meaning police getting shot has skyrocketed and attacked. There has never been more tension between citizens and police than exists right now. And I tell my kids... Every single time any of these stories come up, I tell them, hey, if a police officer tells you to do something, do it. Almost every single issue that ever exists between police and citizens would not exist if someone just listened to police. I'm a lawyer. Sometimes police are asking you to do things that you disagree with. You may even think what you're being asked to do is not legal. They have a gun. Do it. Your situation legally can be resolved in the court system. But I tell my boys all the time, if a police officer tells you to do something, do it. He has a gun. She has a gun. They may not be right. Your dad is a lawyer. If you are mistreated, trust me, we will figure out what happened. But don't in the moment run from a police officer or fail to listen to a police officer's commands. One of the big problems is we have created a situation where people feel like listening to police is a choice. It is not. You have an obligation to listen to the police and try to dial down the intensity of any interaction. In almost every ratcheted up situation between police and citizens, if a citizen had just listened to a police officer, there would have been less violence, less escalation of issues. And that is, I think, the paramount lesson out there that every parent, white, black, Asian, Hispanic, needs to be teaching. If a police officer tells you to do something, shut up and do it. If you feel like your constitutional rights are being violated, you have the right later to raise that as an issue and as a defense in the event that you are charged with a crime. Trust me, I'm a lawyer. We do it all the time. But what we can't do is if you get shot, and you end up dead, 
you don't have any ability at all to prove that your constitutional rights were violated because you're not here anymore. Another VIP wants to weigh in. Who's up next? Lance in Tennessee. Lance, what you got for me? Yeah, good morning, Clay. Real quick, I appreciate your comment where listening to the police is now optional. That's crazy. But just very quickly, my seven-year-old son come in last night and saw there were no NBA games and said, hey, why is that? I said, son, let's uh, let's go outside for a chat. So that's kind of what I was thinking is my question for LeBron James is, what does he exactly think I want to tell my son that the only thing police do is shoot minorities? No, there's more to it than that. We talk a lot about what you just said. You have to listen to what the police say. And more importantly, don't just look at the end of the story. Look at the entire context, son. It was a great chat for 20 minutes. We shot basketball. That was it. We went inside and watched The Mandalorian. That was it. Thanks for the call. There's a lot of people who just said, I'm going to put on Disney Plus tonight. I was going to watch the NBA playoffs. I'll flip on to Disney Plus. I was going to watch the NBA playoffs. I'll watch the uh, Major League Baseball games taking place instead. And I do think it's instructive and a good point. You can't allow your decisions to be made by a 20-second video. I think the NBA players were immediately undercut when they walked off the court when the Wisconsin Department of Justice announced that this man had a weapon. And he admitted to having a knife. And also, he is has outstanding warrants and a criminal record. Is this really what the NBA is going to shut down their entire business over? I just think when you react emotionally to a snippet of video that you see on uh, the internet, on social media, didn't show this guy being tased, it didn't show him refusing uh, refusing to be subdued, it didn't show all of the less violent ways the police were trying to stop him, until he got to his car and it didn't show that he had the knife and he's now admitted to it according to the Wisconsin Department of Justice. Now you can feel that there shouldn't have been that many shots fired but if somebody is brandishing a weapon and they're refusing to listen to police commands and the situation is continuing to accelerate and they open their car and they reach inside That's why I think this case is going to be hard to prosecute because in that moment, that police officer may have thought he's going to get a gun and next thing you know, I may be dead. We're talking about split-second decisions. Watch the entire totality of an interaction with a police officer, not the 20 seconds that gets clipped. Another VIP wants to weigh in. Fred in Florida. Fred, what you got? Man, I am absolutely done watching the NBA. I have seen nothing but the owners and everyone cater to the causes, and rightfully so, and really bend over to try to make it happen. And for them just to spit in the face of the owners is just really, I don't think they realize the ripple effects of this. And I had to, I watched hockey last night for the first time in like 10 years. (laughs) And I just want to know, like, do they really are they really thinking about the future of the league by doing this or is it just they're doing this in the moment out of emotion like you said i love the nba i used to work for a summer league and it just really right now it's just turned me off because you, it's an, it's i can't explain it i'm so furious right now i was talking to Danny Danny G about it and i um, love the show and i love being a vip thank you thank you uh i look i i don't think they thought beyond the decision immediately And that's why I always say, if you are a political actor, you have to play chess, not checkers. And I think the NBA players are playing checkers. And they've checkmated themselves, ironically enough, because now I don't know how they go back to work without looking ridiculous. Again, the analogy I used, if you watch Seinfeld, they're like George Costanza. They quit one day, and then they just show up the next day and try to pretend nothing happened. The problem is the whole nation knows something happened. All right, uh, Dub, who's up first on your end? Yeah, we got Pat in South Carolina. Pat, what you got for me? Hey, hey, morning, guys. Hey, I just wanted to, that you guys always talk about, and it's a good thing because I do the same thing here with people, but as far as the players not playing, I think it, the NBA obviously has done their things with what they're doing now, like you said, but I think it's more so, if they don't play, the owners don't make any money. And these owners in these cities, whether it be football or basketball, 
they know politicians, they know people, they they donate money to to these campaigns, and I think that could be the only way that change is going to happen sooner than not. Obviously, they're not playing tonight or next week. It's not going to make a difference, but. I think me and my friend are talking. That's really the only way they hit, hit them in their pocket. You're not right, but the problem. So, but the problem. Like, that's an interesting point. The problem is they share revenue, so they're getting hit in their pocket too. The way the NBA collective bargaining agreement works is, and that's why I said it's a little bit like boycotting your own business. The players make half of all the revenue. The owners make the other half. So when the players say we're not playing they are taking all that money out of their own pockets. And let me just say this too. Thanks for the call. This is an interesting part here. If you believe that the NBA players should be involved in whether criminal charges are brought in Wisconsin, that is actually a really aggressive and fundamentally, it's a miscarriage of justice to believe that that should occur. And this is me putting my lawyer hat on here, right? Okay? The NBA players know virtually nothing about this situation in Kenosha, Wisconsin. They watched a 20-second video on the internet. I guarantee you most of them did not know that this individual had a knife. I guarantee you most of them, if you listen to LeBron James's comments, didn't know that they had already tried to tase him and that they had been trying to get him to listen to officer commands I guarantee most of them don't know that he has an outstanding criminal history or that officers were called to be there over a domestic incident that was taking place. But the NBA players, owners, executives, they shouldn't be involved in any way in whether charges are brought in this case. That is them putting their finger on the scales of justice and trying to determine what occurs in this case despite the fact that they are completely uninformed on it. I always say, what matters in every single case is the facts, the facts, the facts. As a lawyer, I have seen so many times people run their mouths when they see a small part of the story out in public, and that's what that 20-second video is, without being able to consider the totality of the circumstances that are being investigated. And that is what the NBA players are doing. They are not sophisticated actors here. They are not particularly experts or enlightened in any way about nuances of this case that others have not considered. They are emotionally reacting to a 20-second video. And in so doing... Very often the case is that emotion and emotional decisions are the wrong ones. And what we have allowed to happen is we are allowing the fever pitch of emotion on social media to dictate all of our decisions in this country, which is why I believe 2020 is such a seesaw and jumbled insanity of emotions because People aren't looking at the facts and behaving rationally. See this with the coronavirus all the time. This show's audience is skyrocketing, not because I come on every day and I've got wildly outlandish positions on the world of sports. It's because there's a desperate desire for logic, reason, and reasonableness in our world today that it doesn't exist. You listen to all my competitors this morning, I bet they're going to be losing their minds, screaming, crying, emotional, and that's fine. But there isn't a need for more emotion in America. There's a need for more logic and more reason. Back to the Outkick VIP. Who's up next? Joe in Maryland. Joe in Maryland. What's up? Hey, Clay. Thanks for what you do first off. I think whenever I see something like this, it's kind of a three-step process of just digesting what there is to be read and trying to sort through and find the things that aren't being made available to be read. Look at what happened, look at the facts, look at the motives of the people involved and figure out, you know, then you make a conclusion as to what happened. And looking at the what the players are doing, you know, 
you, you mentioned some people acting badly. I think some people are just acting out with no information. But I wonder about, you know, is there a possibility of, of the rest? And, you know, what could they possibly seek to gain? And I'm wondering if some of these players just think they're going to be able to shame the league into forcing owners out of ownership to change who owns the team. You know, is that maybe the objective now, that th- th- at least the LeBrons have? Thanks for the call. I don't think they know. I mean, I think that's why I'm saying they're playing checkers. And the analogy with chess is you need to make moves thinking four and five moves in front of where you're going. I don't think the players have remotely considered that. And I think that's how they've ended up painting themselves into a corner because I don't think there's going to be any real tangible act that they're going to get. I think what's going to end up happening, honestly, is owners will will give more money to social justice causes and the players will claim that's a victory and then they'll go back to playing. But really, that's, that's the only way I see there being some sort of resolution here. They are protesting, boycotting, refusing to play, whatever you what whatever phrase, locking themselves out, whatever phrase you want to use, it isn't a logical response. It's an emotional one. And maybe after sleeping on it for a night, a lot of players are going to wake up and recognize that. I think most owners would already know it. And I think the owners will give an olive branch and donate some more money to charity. And the players will say, okay, there, see how much we gained by sitting out? But I think the problem they're not recognizing is they are destroying the brand of the NBA to a large extent. VIP again, who's up next? Dan in Florida. Dan, what you got? Hey, Clay, thanks for taking my call. I think you're, you're, uh, you're on fire this morning and hitting a lot of the points that are relevant uh, with what we're dealing with right now with the NBA. Uh, two things. I think that there is cultural change that needs to take place on both sides of the equation. And we only focus on the one side. We're focused on the police. We're focused on the police. We're focused on the police. And as you've already pointed out this morning, a change needs to happen within the black community and their initial instincts when they confront law enforcement. And I don't know if it's taught in the House or what, that the police need to be listened to. And in almost like you hit every situation, whether the police were wrong, as they were in Minnesota, that that everything starts with this confrontational attitude towards law enforcement. And second point I'd like to make real quick, and you've hit the nail on the head again, is LeBron is a horrible mouthpiece for the NBA. He's he's been on the wrong side of every single issue, and, and they just need to find somebody else that can play chess, not checkers. Thanks. All right, good call. Let's go to uh, more of your calls, Dub. Who's up next? Got Manuel in San Antonio. Manuel in San Antonio. What you got for me? Hey, Clay, thank you for taking my call. And I believe everything that you said is correct. Uh, They've taught me. I've learned this from the 60s. I've been in West East L.A. when when, uh, the riots were going on and stuff. You You have to listen to law enforcement. Because without that, we'll have anarchy. Now, what they should do with LeBron and them, if they want to leave and, and, and boycott the rest of the playoffs, fine. Let the other teams keep on playing so that way they can make a, make money. But everybody who leaves, dock them. Dock, dock their pay, dock their, their meals that they had at the, at the place, dock everything. And also they should dock them also, those, those baseball players that, that didn't want to play also. For the team that did, eliminate the the, the game. In, in other words, instead of making them play later, no, they forfeited that game. That way, it'd be a loss instead of it. That'll hurt them more. Thanks, for, that- thanks for the call. I I do think this all comes back to listen to police. We have ratcheted up the tensions to an unprecedented level. We got police who listen in all 50 states every every day this uh every day we do the show. And the number of police who reach out to me and say I've been on the force for 30 years. I've been on the force for 20 years. Never seen anything like it. And what you see in almost every single one of these circumstances is there would not be a negative result if 
the person who is being talked to by police immediately complied. Even if they feel like they're being treated unfairly, that's what the criminal justice system is for. Then you have the opportunity to prove that you did nothing wrong. That's the benefit of living in America. But you have to be alive to prove you did nothing wrong. And the tension that is being uh, created on both sides is growing and growing and growing, which makes it more combustible, which creates more situations like what happened in Kenosha. When you decide police are the enemy, you are creating a powder keg, which is going to go off more and more frequently. Dub, who's up next? Yeah, we got Michael in New York. Michael, what you got? Good morning, sir. How are you today? Excellent. Uh, first and foremost, congratulations to you and your staff on all the great work that you guys are doing, all the success. Your interview with the president a couple weeks ago was absolutely phenomenal. I wanted to get your thoughts on the sentiment that I have heard shared, uh, including by some of your colleagues at FSR over the past 12 hours, that the players are they're proud of the players, especially the, the black players, for taking a stand together and sacrifice, sacrificing their financial income and their financial stature uh, to make this stand. And I wonder what your thoughts are on how that message will be received by the general population like me who doesn't make uh, millions of dollars every year. So just get your thoughts on that. I'll hang up and listen. Thanks again. Uh, thanks for the call. I don't, and I understand, look, we have an incredible lineup of people on Fox Sports Radio, 24 hours a day, live sports talk radio. I don't listen to anybody else. <laughs> and, and I don't mean that in a pejorative way. I just mean they have their show and they are entitled to their opinion just like I'm entitled to my opinion. And I shouldn't say I don't listen to anybody else. I'm in my car and I'll flip around and I listen to FSR uh, when I'm in my car. Uh, I put on Cowherd's show on television. But what I mean is I don't like I don't think this show should be in the business of ever responding to what other shows are saying. Like I don't tell you what I think about what somebody else said on FSR. I tell you what I think. And I think that is the best advice I would give to anybody who does radio in general Ultimately, people come for your opinion, not your opinion of somebody else's opinion. All right. So that's kind of getting into the weeds. So everybody's entitled to their own opinion in the entire universe. First Amendment's alive and well, certainly on this radio program. Bigger issue, bigger issue here uh, that you just asked about is I think this plays incredibly bad for the NBA and the national public in general. You have got the highest unemployment rate of most of our lives, and you have. Athletes making hundreds of millions of dollars lecturing everyone about how unfair they believe the world is. That is a disconnect for many people who are unemployed right now and are looking to sports to take away from the serious things they're dealing with in life. And then suddenly they're going to hear an athlete with hundreds of millions of dollars to their name saying, hey, you are part of the problem. I think it's a discordant disconnect that is going to lead to fewer and fewer fans going forward. Go sign up for the OutKick VIP. If you hear everybody calling the OutKick VIP lines, they get straight to the front of the line. $99 for the year. Uh, you get the ability to comment on all of our articles, exclusive Zoom calls with me and Jason Whitlock, who's going to join us in the final hour, and also the ability to uh, just weigh in in general in the comments and on our outkick vip message board you also get an autographed copy of my book go to outkick.com sign up today more vips and more of your calls 877-996-6369 we come back this is outkick on fox sports radio this is outkick the coverage with clay travis hey it's jonas knox and you know o'reilly auto parts you know o o o o'reilly who are in the business of keeping your car on the road o'reilly auto parts offer friendly helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs they've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock either in store or online so you never have to worry if you're in a jam the team at o'reilly auto parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car if it needs to be replaced they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle need your windshield 
with wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. We're running through your calls. Hour two open phone lines. Jason Whitlock is going to join us for the final hour of today's show. Encourage you to go download uh, the podcast. Make sure you don't miss a minute. Uh, Let's go to the VIP line. Matthew down in South Carolina. What's up, Matthew? Hey, good morning, Clay. What you got for me? Hey, uh, I was thinking, yeah, the NBA... Uh, shut down basically yesterday, but other sports are doing it too. I'm a soccer fan. I'm not one of those crazy soccer fans that you talk about, but I like the MLS Premier League. Yep. And the MLS refused to play yesterday. I was watch, trying to watch the Atlanta game, and they just they never took the field. Yeah. And they don't have the audience that the other sports do. So how do you think that's going to affect these smaller sports that don't have the millions and millions of followers in the big TV deals? that the NBA, the NFL, Major League Baseball have? I think those sports, is a good question, are going to get way less attention, and I think they'll just come back and play today. Major League Baseball, for instance, I would be very surprised if any team sits out for an additional day. I don't think, when it's not a league-wide statement, I think it's a little bit easier to do just to come back. 
And so I would expect every Major League Baseball team that set out last night to be back playing today. And I would expect most MLS teams would be back too. Uh, And the smaller the league, the less attention it will get. I think the NBA is going to soak up all the oxygen in the atmosphere, so to speak. Uh, Who's up next, Dub? Yeah, we got Thomas in California. Thomas, what you got? Hey, uh, Clay, just to sort of piggyback on the last point you made before the break, you know, I think when you see millions of people look at the elite of the NBA voluntarily walk off the job, when you have thousands of people losing businesses, you have millions of people on unemployment, I think it's going to land kind of sideways for the general public to see these elites walk out voluntarily. Um, I would also say that, you know, we can be our, uh, we can be armchair quarterbacks, right? I mean, we do it all the time. We watch sports. We criticize certain players. We praise certain players. And when we go and see them live, it's only then that we get a real appreciation for what they do. Yes. I would encourage everybody, especially young people around the country, to arrange for a ride-along with your local police department just to kind of get a feel of exactly how difficult that profession really is. Um, that's not to excuse anything that they've done bad, but I think we need to look at it from a different perspective and understand that these cops are in a tough bind every single day. And sometimes these decisions that they make, yeah, they make decisions that that cost people's lives. I mean, I mean, you know, this is something that I think we need to uh, really talk about as far as just um, you know mental illness and, and and trying to provide a service for officers. Uh, in that way. So uh, I, I just wanted to uh, lend that insight. I love the show. Uh, I'm, I'm proud of what you're doing uh, and keep up the good work. Thanks for the call. It's a fantastic a suggestion. I have said before that as a young lawyer, getting to do a ride along forever changed my experience and expectation of what police officers deal with. And I believe that if every single person out there who judges police officers harshly went and followed them for an average day or an average night in a major American city, responding to all of the different calls that they get on a regular basis, many of the perspectives out there would change because the job is incredibly challenging. I mean, just think about what happened with this scenario with Jacob Blake. Everybody is focused on the end scenario where the officer fires the gun because that's the part that went viral. But think about the entire context of what happened. I always say, don't take a sentence that somebody says on this radio show and run with it. Consider the larger context in which that sentence is spoken. And so we get a, the police officers here get a call that there is a domestic disturbance. This is based on what I have seen come out from the Wisconsin Department of Justice that I'm walking you through. When they show up, they find a domestic disturbance situation that is, uh, that is violent in nature. They find this gentleman there, Jacob Blake, who has an outstanding warrant for his arrest and who they then ask and attempt to take into custody. He refuses to be taken into custody. They tase him in an effort to bring him into custody in a nonviolent way. For whatever reason, the tasing does not impact him. He continues to refuse to comply with officer instructions, walks away from them, goes to his car, opens up the car door, and either had with him then already a knife or then gets a knife. I haven't seen specifically when he became armed with a knife. And at that point in time, the police officer fires. Most people only saw the firing portion of that. So people out there who say, why didn't the police try to engage with him in a nonviolent fashion? They did. It didn't work. The tasing didn't work. He refused to comply with their demands. And that ultimately led to the violent end of that interaction. Well, if you only watch the 20-second ending, that takes out all of the context. And what the the investigators are going to have to do is they're going to have to consider the entire context of that interaction when they determine whether there was a crime committed or not. Most people out there angry and reacting are only watching the final 20 seconds If Jacob Blake 
had allowed himself to be arrested, this is a non-story. And that's where I'm talking about the tension getting ratcheted up on both sides. When you don't listen to a police officer, then the violence potentially of the interaction continues to escalate as you continue to not listen. And ultimately, if you have a weapon, a police officer has to make a split-second decision. Now, did this officer make the wrong decision? That's a choice for the DA to make. And then that's a choice for a jury in the event that charges are brought to make as well. That's how our criminal justice system works. Uh, We'll finish up, take more of your calls when we return 877-996-6369. I'm Clay Travis. Going to roll through them quickly when we come back. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O-O-O-O-Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended 
installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Firestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Let's go back to the Outkick VIP line, uh, Virginia. Who is it again, Danny G? Matt in Virginia. Matt in Virginia. What you got for me? Hey, Clay. Just wanted to make a quick point. The NBA players are talking about how these events keep happening, but they're kind of imposing a logical flaw that often happens to gamblers, actually. These events look connected, but they're really independent events. They're different circumstances. They're different police officers. There's different police departments in different states. So they are looking at these as all connected, but they're really all separate events that need to be judged separately. Yeah, thanks for calling. I mean, look, what is happening in the country is the overall rate of violence is increasing. The murder rate is skyrocketing in most American cities. The number of shootings in most American cities is also skyrocketing. And I think that's because police are being attacked and argued, hey, we don't even need police in some places. And as a result, you're seeing the violent rate of crime increase in many American cities. What is tangibly connected, I think, is that, that we have way more violence going on. And again, I think where a lot of people would point out uh, for NBA players is they seem very active when a video goes viral like this. uh, And they aren't very active when black lives are being claimed on the streets every single day. And the rate of violence is skyrocketing. Young kids who have done absolutely nothing wrong are dying at incredible rates in our American cities right now. The vast majority of them black. And the NBA players say and do nothing about that. But a 20-second video comes out of a guy who refuses to listen to police commands and will determine whether or not charges are warranted in this case. And then a jury will decide whether or not the officer has committed a crime but they're ignoring 99% of black victims of violent crime. And I think a lot of people out there are asking the question, why not try to address all violent crime if black lives truly matter, as opposed to the ones that are socially trending? I think it's a really good question that I don't hear very many answers for. Uh, who's up next on the phone lines, Dub? Yeah, we got Tyrone in Birmingham. Tyrone, what you got for me? You got me. Because <laughs> <that's, laughs> that ain't what I was going to call about. Um, us killing us. I'm a black man, by the way, if you can't tell. But us killing us is a big issue. No question about that. And that's like my thing. Why do you think, Tyrone, Tyrone, why do you think that gets so comparatively? Well, first of all, call. you can say what you wanted to talk about, but you just fire away. You called in, but I may have altered what you were otherwise going to talk about. But I do think that's a a question that many people have. If you eliminated, like let's pretend that you gave me a magic wand and I could eliminate every police shooting of anybody in America. And keep in mind, most people that police shoot are violent. They've got weapons. They're trying to protect somebody else when they shoot them. But let's pretend that we could wipe all those out. If we wiped all those out, 99% of all shootings would still be happening. Over 99% of all shootings would still be happening in the United States. So what I've argued is I understand the focus on police shooting. When you think police are getting away with crimes, that shouldn't happen. But arguing that that is the essence of the problem of violence in American life today is like somebody who weighs a thousand pounds saying their toes too fat, right? Like even if your toe wasn't fat, you would still weigh a thousand pounds. Like the issue of gun violence and murder in the United States, police are mostly stopping it from happening, not actually creating it. But that's me giving you stats. What do you got for me? Yeah, and and it's sort of, Deflates what I was calling about because again, that's like my argument with my friends and family with black. Yeah, I feel for the situation or whatever, but we have such a much bigger problem than that, and maybe we're just numb to it or whatever. I really don't have a 
an answer for that or whatever, because um, that's my thing. Not saying that Jacob uh, late life, which he's still alive, but uh, doesn't matter. No situations, but but I can't. I can't it's just hard to you know wrap your mind around. But the reason I was calling was is that in this situation, because um, everybody that calls in agrees with, agrees with, agrees with, you know what I'm saying? That gets sickening, actually, Clay. But I know you can't help it or whatever. So um, the guy had a knife, but when you say in his possession, is it in the car? Is he waving it? You know, you just can't say that, put that out there like that, Clay. That's what the police do. No, no, I'm reading from there. I'm reading from the department when I, I, when I put too, it out. I read I read it also, and it didn't say he actually had the knife threatening them with it. It doesn't say that, but you make it seem like that's the situation. They found the knife, according to the investigators, in the floorboard on the driver's side of his vehicle. Even with that being said, they say we tased him. Now, we're supposed to believe everything the police say, so the tasers don't work now. Well, he's admitted to having the knife and the knife being on the driver's side door, so I would believe what's going to happen is, thanks for the call, the officer is going to say that he saw him reaching for the knife, and that's when he shot. We'll continue this conversation. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A A podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at First first listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.